voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine with radio news from a national perspective, call-in-number and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, it's January 4th, 2024, and we are back for another season of All Things Radio, episode 705. I hope everyone out there is doing well. And Jeff, you've probably got some radio news or things to share with us. Well, we certainly have radio news, a lot of radio news. Um, Not as much as I thought there would be, but enough radio news. We'll start our radio segments with the radio news. We'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' call and format changes. And up next, a sports feature, which we found from Jimmy Healy on KLAC in 1982, the fall of 1982. He is just very, very unusual. I got to hear him when I got to visit Southern California back in 1980. Following that, we take you a trip. We continue our, our travels in Los Angeles, California, shall we say. And we listen to Boss Radio. And this is the first Boss Radio countdown. It was done on New Year's Day of 1966 as Don Steele, the real Don Steele, counted down the top 100 hits of the year. Then we'll travel to South Carolina, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, to be exact. We'll listen to hear WGLD Carolina Gold, and you'll hear what the oldies sound like with Bob V in the morning on WGLD. Very, very good time off on vacation. Got to spend time with the family, and of course, got to eat some great food at this place called Texas D. Brazil. But you don't want to know about me. We've got the usual panel. We have, uh, of course, Bill Sparks is the, is the leader. We have Perry. We have Sean. We have Chris. And we have Bernie. We have Gary. And we have Mike. The regular crew, they're all here to entertain you and regale you with wisdom about radio. So without further ado, I'll turn it over to you, Bill. All right. And I'll just ask Bernie real quick. I took a scan by... The on the radio today and no changes in Indy and I think you'll probably have the same unless you've got a nugget that I don't have. No, but I, I do have some interesting stuff because uh, what they did over the weekend at, uh, at the, the Urban One, uh, actually the Ennis building, is they completely tore down the studio where I uh, voice tracked. Uh, and other people did too. And so uh, people came in there on Monday morning and couldn't believe what they saw. <laughs> you know, they, they, there's no way they could work in there. Uh, they had to work on a different floor in a different studio. And, uh, of course, since I was out with COVID since uh, Christmas, I didn't get to go in and do anything anyway. But uh, I found out that uh, they, they think they've got my stuff set up on a different floor now. And... Uh, Apparently, they worked really hard to get that done because I was thinking about quitting. And uh, my boss called me and he goes, hey, I just want you to know that uh, our engineering staff worked basically around the clock for the last 48 hours 
to make sure that things were working okay for you. He goes, I hope they are. And so I'm going to go in next week and find out whether they're working or not. And if they are, I'll stay for a little longer. And if they're not, I'll quit. (laughs) But there is some radio news in Indianapolis. Uh, Jim Denny retired, and the guy who does afternoons at WFMS, and I don't remember his name because I don't have the notes in front of me. His name was Matt, someone other. He's going to be doing morning. So they've they've, they've changed their schedule at WFMS to... to, uh, uh, And I... uh... I had the chance to uh, to get on the air with Jim Denny on his last day uh, on FMS because I'd known Jim Denny since 1977. And so I called in and talked on uh, WFMS that day because uh, the whole morning team there is just very nice. They're all great. You got Jim, you got Debbie, and what's I forgot the name of the third person. Is it Kevin? Is it? I'm not Kevin, sure. yes. Kevin, yeah. Kevin Freeman. Yeah. Right. And they've been so, around there for a long time, but so they're yeah, really. Yeah. What was their purpose in tearing up where you did your production? There, the, the, Jeff's people, Emma's itself, is taking over that floor, and uh, I mean all of it. And so they want uh, everybody from Urban One off that floor, <laughs> and they made it pretty clear they wanted us out of there. So. We're all on five now, and uh, at least for the next probably 18 months until they get a new building. But I won't really have to worry about that because I will be gone by then. So, you know, it'll just be kind of a wait-and-see thing. And if I like how things work next week, I'll stay a little longer. And if I don't, next weekend will be my last. And, I, and I'm fine with that either way because I've had five and a half extra years. Yeah, that, that you never thought that you wouldn't have. Right. And it's been it's been so much more fun than I ever thought it would be, you know. So, you know, I, I, I talked to Sean Copeland today. Sean's yeah. the program director, and I said, Sean, you you made this last five years so great for me. Uh, you you may be one of my favorite PDs of all time. <laughs> you know, in a way, Bernie, you really stepped into it because I mean, you know, how many program directors have, have that you know of? That that you know, no, you know, they know you can't see. You're totally blind, and they accept you, and they treated you just like anyone else. And that was the best. That was the best know, thing you could say about about just about Sean Copeland. Um, you know, and well, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and he, and he said after he said after I retired, he said, uh, "My goal is to get you back here uh, part time." So that, that was, and he did it. To say that. And he did it. And he did it. Yeah. I, I hope. Mm-hmm. It's too bad the people that run the other stations in the cluster don't do as well as he does. They really have a a real great combination, probably if they were as good as he was. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know, they probably would. The AM, I've noticed the AM. There's no changes on the AM, but I know that's going to come to an abrupt end one of these days soon. I think. You know, What's you'll have to tell me because I won't hear it. You won't hear it. You won't hear it. Uh, Perry, real well, quick. The yeah, it's the morning. AM is the morning. Right. Oh, that's right. That's Perry, tell us about this new AM radio. Any more that that you know about it? Or uh, the only thing I know is somebody told me today that it's a Sanjian AM radio supposed to be the best am radio out there and he paid 171 dollars for it on uh, amazon so i will when the person tells me what they know 
I'll report back on it. One thing, though, Bill, that I wanted to bring up, and you and I have discussed this quite a bit, there is a major court hearing next week on January 10th regarding these regional sports, like the Bally's, and apparently the rumor is that some pretty big news could come out of that hearing. So, I mean, you and I have discussed that quite a bit, and um, we'll yeah. see what happens. The most likely scenario that I hear is Amazon is going to invest in it and maybe take over the streaming, because I've heard a lot of people say with this Bally streaming app that it is terrible, <laughs> oh, yeah. and uh, Amazon may take that over, and they would run the streaming and the Bally or Diamond Sports, as it's technically called, would run the TV portion of it. Yeah. And what Andrew Marshawn is saying that the that it would all go to if you have Prime Video, you would get your regional yes. Bally Sports channel, and like the Diamond would run, and Amazon would be a major investor. Like over fifty percent is what I'm hearing. And that and that would take them. For those who haven't followed it, that would then take the Diamond Sports out of bankruptcy. Well, here's another right. piece of yeah. news that, that that did not make the radio news because we really don't know much about it. But according to an article in the Wall Street Journal, the folks at Odyssey are working things out with their lenders. This is all kind of hush-hush right now, but they're going to be doing a prepackaged bankruptcy. Not not too unsimilar. I should say quite similar to the, what's happened with iHeartMedia, what happened with Cumulus, what happened with Alpha Media. Uh, and what happened with uh, inner city broadcasting? So, uh, I don't. They're not saying anything about any changes. Uh, but you know, with these prepackaged bankruptcies, you don't know. But uh, they've been talking about this for quite a while. They are eighteen million dollars in debt, and they've been working out negoti- negotiating. And all this is behind the scenes. They've been negotiating, stalling the payments on the debt. And of course, the lenders don't. They don't really want to have a. A chapter seven bankruptcy, they'd get nothing, and if they get a if they get a traditional chapter thirteen bankruptcy, they get pennies on the dollar. So, they they are working out ways that that will please all the different lenders within the organ within the investment community of, of uh, Odyssey. So we'll let you know what happens with that as soon as I know more about it. What it basically comes down to, Jeff, is a lot of media companies have had quite a bit of financial trouble. Well. I was going to put out a question, so why don't we do this, and I'll give this to, I want you to think about this. Um, we talked about it a little bit earlier before the uh, before the show, but what do you think about the state of radio, and do you think it's going to be any better this year as opposed to last year, and we'll talk about that. And Oh, oh go ahead, Bill. Go ahead. I heard you already. I heard you. you. scared the hell out of me. I heard, I heard <laughs> no, he didn't say a thing, Jeff. <laughs> I, I get it, Bernie. I totally get it. Yeah. Well, just being honest, I think it won't be it won't be too good. I know so many people that don't listen to radio anymore. Oh yeah, well yeah. Well, we we better do some radio news. Yeah, (laughs) they've been waiting. They've been waiting for Jeff's award-winning news. Of course, that award's yet to be determined, but it is award-winning. Yeah. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Urban One reports its third quarter financial results, while Salem Media makes financial moves as well. There's trouble for serious satellite radio in New York State, lots of sports news and news on the street, as well as those personal people meter ratings. Well, I trust you enjoyed your Christmas and New Year's time. We certainly did. 
having two weeks off, but it's glad to be back again. And the last two weeks have been rather busy in the world of broadcasting. Urban One makes news this week because they finally came out with their third quarter revenue results and they were down 3%. Urban One blames the loss of revenue due to a lack of political advertising, which was down 60% from last year at the same time. The radio division, however, was up 4% and Reach Media, the syndicated arm of Urban One, was up 11%. Another disturbing fact in their revenue report was that the digital division was down as well. Another company making news on the financial front is Salem Media, which is undergoing some financial pressures as well. Salem Media has decided to delist itself from the Nasdaq Stock Exchange, putting their stocks in the -the over-the-counter exchange. Salem Media has also decided to sell its Ranieri Publishing Division. Price for the sale of the publishing division has not been disclosed at this time. Salem Media has also sold its Church Products Division for $30 million. They sold Tower Land in Sarasota, Florida for $9.5 million. And they also sold their three-radio station cluster in Greenville, Spartanburg, South Carolina, for $6.77 million to the Educational Media Foundation. In other news, Sirius Satellite Radio is in trouble with the Attorney General in New York State. Sirius Satellite Radio is being sued by New York State because it's impossible to cancel your subscription. If you've ever tried to cancel a subscription that you have with Sirius Satellite Radio, they make you go through hoops to do so. If you try to call them on the phone to cancel your subscription, you're put on hold for an indefinite length of time through to an agent. You're being pressured not to cancel that subscription. And when you try to cancel online, it is also quite daunting. You're forced to have a text chat with an agent, and finding the cancel button on their website is virtually impossible. Now let's take a look at some of the sports stories that were making news while we were on vacation. By the time you hear this next story, a new morning show will have hit the airwaves on radio station WBZ-FM. With the departure of Rich Schertenlieb, Fred Toucher has a new partner. His name is Rob Hardy Poole, and he's been with the radio station since the launch of WBZ-FM in 2009. Before working for WBZ-FM, Rob Hardy Poole was the production director at radio station WBCN-FM with their rock format. In other news, Hartford, Connecticut loses an ESPN affiliate at radio station WUCS-FM. They transmit on a frequency of 97.9. The station has dropped ESPN in favor of Fox Sports Radio, and that Fox Sports Radio programming will also be simulcast on radio station WUCS-FM. WABZ AM and its FM translator in New Haven, Connecticut as well. Now let's move to St. Louis, Missouri, where ESPN Radio WXOS FM has made some on-air changes to its morning show. Dan McLaughlin, former play-by-play TV announcer for the St. Louis Cardinals, has been added to the opening dry morning show, while Kerry Davis has been moved to afternoons. He'll be joining Randy Carricker and Brooke Grimsley a few days a week. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Folks at Reach Media are going to have to look for someone else to do their syndicated morning show as Russ Parr has decided to end his morning show work with Radio 1. He's been with the company for 27 years. He began his radio career back in the 1980s working at radio station KDAY-FM in Los Angeles, California. He then moved to Dallas, Texas at radio station KJMZ-FM. And in 1996, he moved to radio station WKYS-FM in Washington, D.C. Ten years later, he started a syndicated show, and he gave heartfelt thanks to Kathy Liggins and Alfred Hughes, head of Radio 1, when he announced his departure from the syndicated Russ Parr Morning Show. Finally, in a late-breaking story, big news is being made by Cumulus in Dallas, Texas, as they've decided to drop the hot adult contemporary format on radio station KLIF-FM, transmitting on a frequency of 93.3. KLIF-FM will be simulcasting the programming of radio station WBAP-AM with its news talk format. Now it's time to begin our look at the Nielsen December Personal People Meter Ratings. In New York City, Christmas was definitely a factor here. The number one ranked radio station is WLTWFM with an 11.5 share of the audience. The number two ranked radio station is WAXQFM with a classic rock format carrying a 6.7 share of the audience. And finally, WCBS is number three with a 4.9 share of the audience, which is their lowest share in quite a while. At Los Angeles, California, Christmas was definitely a factor here. 
The number one Mac radio station is KOST-FM, with a 10.1 share of the audience. Christmas was definitely a factor here. The number two Mac radio station is KFI-AM, with a news talk format, with a 5.1 share of the audience. Finally, the number three Mac radio station in Los Angeles, California, is KRTH-FM, with a 5.1 share of the audience. In Chicago, Illinois, Christmas was definitely a factor here. The number one Mac radio station is WLIT-FM, with a 12.1 share of the audience. The number two rank radio station is WDRV-FM with a classic rock format and a 5.8 share of the audience. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Chicago, Illinois is WVAZ-FM with an urban format with a 5.5 share of the audience. In San Francisco, California, the number one rank radio station is KOIT-FM with an adult contemporary format and Christmas was definitely a factor here with a 10.1 share of the audience. The number two rank radio station is KQED-FM with a news talk format, that's the public broadcaster, and finally, the number three rank radio station in San Francisco, California, is KCBS AM with its all news operation. In Dallas, Texas, Christmas was definitely a factor here. The number one rank radio station is KDGE FM with an adult contemporary format, garnering an 8.6 share of the audience. The month before, they were only a 3.5 share of the audience. The number two rank radio station is KCTK FM with an all sports format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Dallas, Texas, is KSPF-FM with a classic hits format. In Houston, Texas, the number one rank radio station is KONO-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KGLK-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Houston, Texas, is KSPJ-FM with a Christian CHR format. In Atlanta, Georgia, the number one rank radio station is WSB-AM with a news talk format. The number two rank radio station is WSRV-FM with a classic hits format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Atlanta, Georgia is WFSH-FM with a Christian CHR format. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Christmas was definitely a factor here. The number one rank radio station is WBEB-FM with an adult contemporary format, gaining a 9.5 share of the audience. The number two rank radio station is WDAS-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is WMGK-FM with a classic rock format. Out on Long Island, the number one rank radio station is WBAB-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rank radio station is WALK-FM with an adult contemporary format. Finally, the number three rank radio station out on Long Island is WLTW-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Riverside, California, the number one rank radio station is KOLA-FM with a classic its format. The number two rank radio station is KFRG-FM with a country format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Riverside, California is KLYY-FM with a regional Mexican format. In San Jose, California, the number one rank radio station is KOIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KMVQ-FM with a pop CHR format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in San Jose, California is KCBS-AM with its all-news operation. Finally, out of New Jersey, and that encompasses the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union, the number one rank radio station is WLTWFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station also programming an adult contemporary format is WMGQ-FM. Finally, the number three rank radio station out of New Jersey is WAXQ-FM, broadcasting a classic rock format. Next week, we'll continue our look at the Nielsen December personal people beta ratings. Finally, how do you replace an individual has been working in the radio market for 35 years? This happened in Indianapolis, Indiana, with the retirement of Jim Denny. Well, what do you do? You reconstitute a new morning show for the radio station. Morning co-hosts Deb Honeycutt and Kevin Freeman remain, and Matt Malone will be moving from afternoons to mornings at the radio station. WFMS-FM programs a country format. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can 
get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Great job, Jeff. Thank you, Bill. Well, uh... That's all I could say about the radio news. That there's more to come next week because I'm already looking at a backlog of articles that I couldn't get to this week. So we would and we'll do that next week. I think that uh, is going to that change at the sports hub is going to work out. Uh, Hardy's very good. He's a mellow guy, but he's got a good sense of humor. He's been on the uh, you know with Scott Zolak and Mark Bertrand in the middays. He's <clears throat> like third man in a lot of the shows. You know, uh, have the two main hosts, and that's the name on the billboard. But then you're you're quote, flash guy, unquote, will come in and be talking uh, about uh, almost as much as they do. So he's he's no stranger to the listeners. And, uh, and like I said, actually, he did a show uh, with Jerry Truppiano when the station first started on uh, the weekends. So he's been around uh, back in, you know, when they got going in 2009. And uh, they're, they're going to be fine. They'll, they'll, and they've, they're killing it in the ratings in Boston. They're, they're number one. And I know they own a rock station. I'm not sure what station he's on, but he still does rock and roll. He's still he's still <laughs> keeping his rock chops in order as well, Chris. So uh, he's he's not getting out of doing music as well. So uh, okay, I didn't know he had, did. You know, and then again, now that he's making more money, he might be able to you know sort of cut back on that. But I didn't know he had a rock show. Well, you know, people. Well, you know, DOS, right, you know, they've got that new format, the Rock of Boston, sort of classic rock stuff. So maybe that's what he's that's doing. That's where he is. And, and, and of course, you know, you realize, Chris, that people are diversifying in radio because they the radio stations don't want to hire more people if they can help it. So if they can get you right. to do more than one more than one well, job. If, if you I, like to if you like to do different things, I mean, hey, we do we do it on the legend. We got we got sports people here. We got these these radio show. We got uh, different types of music for folks. So, you know, if people like to do you have more than one interest. I always go back to Richard Neer, uh, you know, and at uh, WFAN, he comes in, does a great sports show whenever they need him. But he's also been a rock DJ in the, in, you know, in, in the progressive rock era for years. So, yes, you know. as a matter of fact, he helped put WLIR when they first went rock in Garden City, Long Island, uh, New York. Uh, he was the first. Uh, he was he did uh, he was on as well at that radio station along with Don K. Reed and Chuck Mack, and they were three announcers, each working six hour shifts. So uh, mm-hmm. that, that back was that that was back in the day. So. Uh, and his brother Dan Neer was. Uh, I went to college with him. We were at the same dorm together, uh, same uh, dorm uh, at Syracuse University. He ended up working at WNEWFM at some point. And uh, yeah. and Jack Spector ended up uh, when on the old WNBC at one point near the end of it. He was doing the sports talk show. That's correct. So night, nice. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. People have to diversify, but we don't have to worry about diversifying with Jennifer because we know what she's going to do, don't we? That's right. We do. It's the same thing every week. Just a different just a different chapter, different page. You can't stop her. You can only hope to control her. That's all. But that's what she started out. Be careful when you say that, Chris. Oh no, it's it's an old sports cliche. You can you can say that. That's fine. Yeah. But we'll see what she's got for us. I'm sure there'll be a lot of call letter and format changes. Well, maybe not as many as you think, but there'll still be plenty. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of January 4th. WQDR AM 
570, Raleigh, North Carolina, changes slogan from Rock 92.9 to Triangles Rock 92.9. KWXM FM 102.3, Simsboro, Louisiana, changes slogan from XM 102, Solid Gold and Blues, to the new Rue 102, WRTH, FM 103.3, Greer, South Carolina, changes calls to WLTS, FM, WYET, FM 102.3, New Carlisle, Indiana, changes calls to WUBU, FM, WTWD, AM 910, Plant City, Florida, Changes format from not available to regional Mexican. KIFM AM 1320 Sacramento, California. Changes city of license to West Sacramento. WFLM FM 104.5 White City, Florida. Changes city of license to Palm Beach Shores. And changes frequency to 104.7 KMZZ FM 98.3 Bishop, Texas changes frequency to 106.9 KIFS FM 107.5 Ashland, Oregon changes format from CHR to Urban Adult Contemporary and changes slogan from 107.5 KISS FM to 107.5 The Beat. WJNX AM 1330 Fort Pierce, Florida changes format from News Talk to Regional Mexican and changes slogan from La Gigante 1330 to La Ley 106.195.1 WMLL FM 96.5 Bedford, New Hampshire changes format from classic rock to country and changes slogan from 96.5 The Mill to 96.5 Live Free Country KQSR FM 100.9 Yuma, Arizona changes slogan from Mix 100.9 to 100.9 The River. KEGA FM 101.5 Oakley, Utah changes format from Not Available to Classic Country. KSDL FM 92.3 Sedalia, Missouri changes format from Not Available to Adult Contemporary. WMGA FM 97.9 Canova, West Virginia changes format from Adult Contemporary to Classic Hits. KSMG FM 105.3 Seguin, Texas changes slogan from Magic 105.3 to Hits 105.3. WJNX FM 106.1 Okeechobee, Florida changes slogan from Lalay Treasure Coast 106.195.1 to Lalay 106.195.1. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For All Things Radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. Thank you, Jenny. Really appreciate it. Just a quick correction. 
That's actually Seguin, Texas, where KSMG is. That's where I was at. It's spelled S-E-G-U-I-N, but yeah, it is Seguin, Texas. But they, they've been Magic 105 since 80, the 80s. Spring of 85, yeah. Spring of 85. March of 85, yeah. They changed, yeah. Kind of interesting. But they the time they moved him into San Antonio with eighty five. Yeah, it was. It was March. Yeah, March of eighty five is when they moved him from Seguin to when they were KWED FM, and they're not changing formats because they've been doing the two thousand today. Basically, so it's not really a. They're just changing the slogan. They're I guess. just rebranding it. It's like old wine yeah. in a new bottle. <laughs> yeah, I always say that. Yeah. If if you but, want to keep the same Jenny, format, but go ahead. Go I ahead, say, Jenny is not the first. Jenny is not the first person to call it Seguin, though. Lots of people do because of the spelling. So, hey, don't feel bad. <laughs> you mentioned, Jeff, in your radio news about the uh, political advertising. Boy, we have the political advertising. You, even well, on, you've got the Iowa caucuses coming Christ- up. I mean, even on Christmas, you turn it on. Even on Christmas Day, you turn on the radio or the TV. Every darn hat you hear is a political ad. It's like, I think yeah. for Christmas we should take a break, but... They don't. They don't agree with that. They want the money. Had a, used to have a rule that once election day dawned, or it was midnight, you didn't hear ads. Now you hear ads right up to you know. I mean, three, four in the afternoon, you might hear ads for candidates. Yeah, I think. I think. Uh, I think here it's Chris's. Uh, we, they yep. can do them as late as five o'clock. Yeah, you know. And. We'll start getting them about two or three weeks from now, I'm sure, because we have Super Tuesday here. We're so. getting, on TV in particular, we're getting a lot of New Hampshire's, you know, because uh, yeah. our channels go up there, and uh, they're, so they're, they're gone. We've heard a few on the radio, but I haven't dialed around much. I've heard some on the Sports Hub, but, I mean, and maybe VZ's had a couple, but I don't know. But uh, they're definitely on TV. Oh, my goodness, all the time. What's funny here in Albany, New York, and I tend to watch Channel 13, which is uh, where I get the news and stuff. I haven't heard any political advertising, but that's obviously going to change at some point. But uh, when they were doing it in November, you know, with Election Day and everything, man, you just couldn't stop hearing them over and over and over again. It just got just so obnoxious. But uh, but, but yeah. that's when, but that when, you know, you got to understand, Perry, that's that's where money is made. That's that's it. That's it. The, t- the media organizations love it because they can make a lot of money that way. You know, as, as and we were, we had a discussion in a political group we have on our phone system about this, and I think it's worth clarifying. And Perry and I were clarifying something. That I, I questioned a, a, you know, an alleged fact that uh, a candidate had raised taxes or not raised taxes or whatever. And the the I think people need to realize that the people who put those over the air, you know, that they're sent the ad by a political action committee or the candidate, and they just put it out. They're not responsible. That's right for the content of it. And, uh, you know, we never did find out, get to the bottom of who was telling the truth on that particular issue. But the point, and that's what I really was asking. I already knew that, but I think it's worth saying, oh, that station supports. Well, if they wait a minute, they might hear Trump and then they might hear Haley and then they might hear DeSantis in the next 20 minutes. It's whoever buys the time. That's just it. Because the guy that one of our news anchors had done an interview and he said he gets that all the time. And I mean, he's one of the guys, he's interviewed Every president, you know, while he was the main anchor at that station. So he said, you know, he said, I've interviewed them all. But he said, we don't check the facts of the ad. He said, you know, we show it to you, and that's your thing to check the facts of the ad. Well, all I could say is it's going to be an interesting year coming up. And I'm not all it, it is going to be an interesting year, Jeff. No matter what happens, it will be an interesting that's year. True. That is certainly true. Yep, true. We'll be rewriting history. We never know. 
Yep. What's going to happen? But we do know what's going to happen now because it's time Jeff provided this for me this week. I don't know why we were discussing things, and he said, I've got this good one. And I said, I've got one for next week when I'll be true. Well, next week will originate from Southwest Florida. But anyway, we've got, uh, is it Jim Healy from it's the Jim fall? Healy. From the fall of 82 from KLAC? Yep, from KLAC. I, I, when I was in California, I spent a week out there, and he was on KMPC back in 1980. Greatest, I, you know, if you think of Paul Harvey, it's like, it's like having the Paul Harvey of sports in a way, but he's not Paul Harvey, and it's not the same kind of thing. Definitely an interesting show. I, I really, I got turned on to this guy from a friend of mine that was out in California with me, and, 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 uh, they said both her and her husband said to me, "You've got to listen to this sports show. You got to listen to this. This is great." And that's what I did, and I found that I enjoyed it. So uh, we'll let you let you guys be the judge here. Well, we're going to hear it right now. You think it's my opinion of it? I think it was. L.A. Dodger manager Tom Lasorda with a pretty good summation of the past week. Returning home after a 10 and 3 road trip a week from today, ready to make its move on Atlanta and San Diego, Lasorda saw his team win only three of seven games in Dodgers Stadium, fall in horrendous eight games off the lead. Hang on. All Lasorda needed was for that New York sports columnist known as the Nose to rip him again, like the last time Tommy was floating on air after a strong Dodger road showing. I'm happy, I'm grateful, I'm proud, I'm, I'm the happiest son of in the world. And that son of a who writes out of that Daily News, that f***ing guy they call the f***ing nose, who says that shit, me jumping up and down is horse you want to let him feel like I have. Who the f*** is that f***er anyway? Some f***ing guy that writes with a New York Daily News called the f***ing nose, he says, look, sort of jumping up and down. That's the f***ing way I feel when my team wins. And if I f***ing want to jump up and down when my team wins, and if I want to hug my f***ing players when they f***ing do good, I'm going to do it. I don't give a sh- what the f***ing nose says. Oh, shut up. How <laughs> uh, do you do? I'm Jim Healy on KLAC Los Angeles, brought to you by Dotson, which invites you to see the lowest prize pickup in America, the Dotson Lil Hustler, just 58.58 by Texaco. Makers of Haviland Supreme Motor Oil and other quality Texaco products by Great Western Savings with over 120 convenient locations to serve you and nearly $11 billion in assets. Headline, Los Angeles, full paw department. UPI, UPI story today refers to the famous Tom Lasorda. What's my opinion of Kingman's performance tape? I think it was... <laughs> yes, that's the one. Hang on. The lead to the UPI story says... Three years ago, Los Angeles Dodger manager Tom Lasorda exploded with a string of obscenities when asked his opinion of Dave Kingman three years ago. Correction. Well, actually, it was four years ago this past May 14, but what the hey? <laughs> How could you ask me a question like that? What is my opinion of his, of, of his performance? He hit three home runs. I'm going to lose a game. 
And you asked me my opinion of this performance. I mean, that's a tough question to ask me, isn't it? What is my opinion of this performance? Yes, it is. I ask it, and you gave me an answer. Well, I didn't give you a good answer because I'm mad, but I mean... That wasn't a good question. That's a tough question to ask me right now. What is my opinion of this performance? I mean, you want me to tell you what my opinion of this performance is? They just did. That's right. <laughs> guy hits three home runs against us. I mean, I don't want to... I don't mean to get off or anything like that, but, uh, you know, you ask me my opinion. I mean, he put on a hell of a show. He hit three home runs. He drove in, what, seven runs? Eight. Eight runs? <laughs> what the hell more can you say about it? I didn't mean to get mad or anything like that, but... He asked me my opinion of his of, of his performance. See you, Joe. <laughs> Next, another baseball manager, Sparky Anderson. The night Anderson returned to Los Angeles, still hot in an L.A. newspaper headline that had showed him up because the headline didn't match Sparky's quotes in the actual story. Well, uh, but I don't give a uh, You know, I don't care what the headline says. The whoever writing the story better control the headline then. But that's a lot of bullshit. I don't need to come in this town and be made look like a fool, and I'm not going to buy that bull. So they can stick it in the and I don't really give a about nothing. But I think it's horse when fucking people will call you and you're trying to be right with people, and you pick up a fucking paper and it's total bullshit. Now, I don't think you have to do that. If you're going to shoot right with fucking writers and be good to them and everybody else, and then the is going to turn around comparison of underground baseball classics is the recent outburst by Baltimore Oriole manager Earl Weaver on his pregame radio show on WBAL in Baltimore. Weaver's announcer asked him a question from a listener in Frederick, Maryland. Well, uh, Frederick, Maryland wants to know why you and the Orioles don't go out and get some more team speed. Team speed for sake. You get little fleas on the bases getting picked off, trying to steal, getting thrown out, taking runs away from you. You get them big that can hit the ball out the ballpark and you can't make any mistakes. Uh, well, well, certainly this show is going to go down in history, Earl. Terry Elliott of Washington, D.C. wants to know why you don't use Terry Crowley as a designated hitter all the time. Well, Terry, Terry Crowley's lucky he's in f***ing baseball, for sake. He was released by the Cincinnati Reds. He was released by the f***ing damn Atlanta Braves. We saw that Terry Crowley could sit on his f***ing ass for eight innings and enjoy watching a baseball game just like any other fan and has the ability to get up there and break one open in the f***ing night. So if this f***er mind his own business and let me manage the f***ing team, we'd be a lot better off. <laughs> and finally, an encore from Tom Lasorda. After a New York sports columnist known as The Nose, The Nose ridiculed Lasorda last fall for being so exuberantly happy when the L.A. Dodgers clinched a spot in the World Series. 
happy, I'm grateful, I'm proud, I'm, I'm the happiest son of a in the world. And that son of a who writes out of that daily news, that f***ing guy they call the f***ing nose, who says that shit me jumping up and down is horse You ought to let him feel like I have. Who the f*** is that f***er anyway? Some f***ing guy that writes with a New York Daily News called the f***ing nose, he says, look, sort of jumping up and down. That's the f***ing way I feel when my team wins. And if I f***ing want to jump up and down when my team wins, and if I want to hug my f***ing players when they f***ing do good, I'm going to do it. I don't give a shit. What the f***ing nose says? <laughs> Dateline, New York City, conquistador Chielo, laying claim to be this season's best three-year-old, and uh, he's a shoe-in, apparently, to win that honor, easily galloped to a record-setting win today in the Dwyer Stakes for three-year-olds at Belmont. Conquistador Chielo had passed up the Kentucky Derby and Preakness, splashed to a 15-length victory in the Belmont Stakes. Today, he took the lead under Eddie Maple at the quarter, was never headed, almost effortlessly posted a four-length a four-length uh, victory. He ran the mile and an eight in 146 and four one-fifth faster than Coastal's 1979 stakes record. He went off at a one-to-nine conquistador Cielo, paid just $2.20 to win. Dateline, Madrid, Spain. Italy and West Germany, two of the giants of world soccer. Soccer today adjourned uh, advanced, that is, to the semifinals. Of the World Cup, however, the most severe jolt of the day was Italy's 3-2 victory over mighty Brazil. Headline, Metro Media Square, sneak preview. On our uh, 15, 15 uh, uh, sneak preview, this will be tomorrow morning. <laughs> Pay attention. Tomorrow morning, everybody has pet peeve phrases. Mine is student athletes, student athletes. That's the buzz phrase we hear today about collegiate athletes. A good percentage of them are actually out-and-out out meatheads. Oh, All right, how about chowderheads? <laughs> Dateline, Philadelphia. The Philadelphia baseball Phillies activated center fielder Gary Maddox sent a rookie first baseman Len Matusak to Oklahoma City. Maddox was batting 299 when he went on to disable list June 19 with a pulled hamstring. Dateline, Rome, Italy. Hundreds of thousands of Italians, excluding Beverly Hills' Paul Caruso, <laughs> ran wild in cities and small towns all over Italy today to celebrate the national soccer team's 3-2 upset of Brazil in the quarterfinals of the World Soccer Cup. Uh, thousands sped through the streets in cars, motorcycles, and scooters waving tricolor flags, shouting Italia, Italia, and singing the national anthem. Okay. <laughs> Final fact. Traffic blocked the city centers of Rome, Milan, Turin, Genoa, and other big cities for hours. Dateline, Detroit. Ken Herbeck uh, led off the second inning with a home run. John Castino capped it with a two-run double today. Led the Minnesota Twins to a 5-3 win over the Detroit Tigers. Bobo Castillo, the ex-Dodger, is now 4-5 and five on the year after notching his second straight win today as a starter. The Twins, incidentally, have won... Six of their last eight games. A waterfall, a waterfall. Headline, <laughs> <laughs> Oakland Cal. Oakland Baseball A's manager Billy Martin and pitcher Brian Kingman nearly came to blows, but it was pitching coach Art Fowler who apparently threw the only punch. The early morning dispute in Kansas City occurred when Martin chewed out Kingman. The pitcher then poked a finger in Martin's chest. 
Martin responded with a slap to the pitcher's jaw. <laughs> Hang on. Pitching coach Fowler, who is 60, followed Martin and Kingman into a parking lot, and Fowler clipped Kingman's chin with what was described as non-serious right hand. Dateline, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Soccer crazy Brazilians reacted with tear, shock, and anger to their team's elimination today from the World Cup by Italy. Okay. <laughs> Don't you have any compassion? Tagline, desolation fell over the country of Brazil after the 3-2 loss in Spain and streets that in recent days provided the scene for samba dancing and beer drinking fell eerily quiet said a television newscaster on a broadcast to the nation, the party is over. Okay. Headline, <laughs> Wimbledon, England. Although an extra day was tacked on, attendance at Wimbledon fell by 37,000 this year. Total attendance, 320,000. Of course, they had a strike of the train system and their marvelous, London's marvelous, underground uh, subway system during the first week at Wimbledon. Not only that... But it rained 11 out of the 13 days, so being down only 37,000, actually pretty good. Headline, Berkeley Cal. Female jockey Mary Bacon has been released from the hospital 23 days after a riding accident at Golden Gate Fields, which nearly cost the 34-year-old rider her life. Hospital uh, officials said Mrs. Bacon has made a slow but steady recovery from head injuries suffered in a June 9 riding mishap where she was unseated and struck by another horse. She regained full consciousness last week and was taken home. Doctors expect her to make a full recovery. Mary Bacon. Headline, Dodger Stadium Attention to Radio and TV Editors. Is it true all three major television networks are now after Dodger announcer Vin Scully? The ABC, ABC, just joined CBS and NBC in the bidding war. Hang on. Is it further true a fourth, fourth network has just stuck its nose in the tug of war with CBS, NBC, and ABC, wanting to ensure Scully working for them for many years in the future? Hint. You might call that fourth network the Peter O'Malley. The Peter O'Malley Network. Dayline, San Francisco. I left my coach in San Francisco. I own a hill. It calls to me. Well, that reference to the coach, that was Bill Walsh that the Rams could have hired at one time. <laughs> but anyway, San Francisco radio circles on another subject. Still call it a world record tonight. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Hang on. For years, the San Francisco football 49er games were carried on the Gene Autry-owned Bay Area radio station. Final take. Then Edward D. Bartolo Sr. tried to buy the Chicago baseball White Sox. Among the strong forces, seeing D. Bartolo did not get approval was Gene Autry. And voila! About 20 minutes later, the 49er broadcasts were mysteriously pulled off Autry's San Francisco radio station forever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dayline, and I'm front off a scam. One reason for the delay in the appearance of the L.A. Football Rams 1982 Media Guide insiders like W.B. Tucker say is the absence of the Rams' president. The Rams' president is in England. Vacation. <laughs> Reason. 
The Rams president, you see, insists on approving the contents of the media guide before it can go to press. The Ram president particularly wants to approve the picture of the Ram president. <laughs> Jim Healy, you've got a horse attitude. <laughs> That's the sports picture. Jimmy Lee, good night. Well, that is different. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you know what it is? It's like, and I never thought I would put these two together, but it's almost like if Paul Harvey met Jim Rome. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it is. Those two yeah. together. <laughs> I, I feel, I don't know what got into Earl Weaver. I mean, I understand Tommy Lasorda and, and um, oh, God, Sparky, because they were, they were off the air. This guy, you know, we were new that he was on there. I think that was Tom Marr he was talking to, if I remember the voice. And he's like doing this over the air. And he just keeps doing it. But I will tell you one thing. It, it, as many swears as those three had, they had a lot of victories. Those were three of the best managers we had. Ever. Well, well I liked I liked Jim Healy. I liked his style. Even if I'm not a big sports person, I thought that would that was so entertaining and I played it for it my was. brother in law and he yeah. loved it. He thought it was yeah. just great. And, and he had the obscure sports stories. He, and he's not with, unfortunately too, he's not with he's not with us anymore, but uh he was definitely uh, someone who was very popular out there on the West Coast. <laughs> so I can't stop uh, laughing I every I time I hear missing something on this. Well, you had to be there maybe and listen to it at the time it was airing, Bernie, because it was it's maybe. not the, it's not your typical sports show. Okay, it's no. not it's not like, like a, well, that's that's why I thought I would like it because it's not typical. I thought I would really like it because of that. But uh, and I did listen to every word. Wow, getting to end. Yeah, every that is amazing. bit of the, of the show. All right. Every every, every beat annoying, you heard all all the bleeps even, all all the even bleeps. the annoying stupid laugh. Yeah, there were some, uh, but I think, I, hey, Howard Cosell snuck in at the end and said that, uh, you know, Bill, uh, that uh, Jim Healy, you're uh, horse crap. So there you, you go. got to hear some Howard Cosell outtakes as well. He's not a nice guy. Oh, I've heard some of those. Those are good. <laughs> the yeah. guy is just not a nice guy. No, he uh, wasn't. Don't. <laughs> I've got to know who's responsible for this. Stuff yeah. like that. He and, he and Casey Kasem could uh, run run a, but a good, I, uh, good but, battle. But I could tell I could tell though some of the uh, like '90s West Coast sportscasters heard him and they expanded and and improved basically. On, I mean, yeah, he had the same two or three laughs and sound effects, but a lot of those guys like your Jim Rome and your Ben Maller and a lot of those guys on the West Coast, you could tell they heard him and they figured out how okay. I can jump on this take and jump on the sarcasm and take it to the next level. So he was kind of a precursor to what you got in the 90s and 2000s in sports talk radio, I guess, um, especially the West Coast. And, and his show, when it was on KMPC, wasn't just 15 minutes long. And that, I did they did cut the commercials out. His show was 30 minutes long, and it was on wow. at 530 mm-hmm. at night. I remember that to, uh-huh. be, to be exact at that time, because that's when I, I would listen to it. So. Again, the interesting it, story for us was that thing about KSFO. So what they were talking about there was Gene Autry uh, did own KSFO, and they had had the 49ers since they got to San Francisco, I think. And uh, that they were, you know, 560. And they lost them uh, that year or the year before to KCBS, where they were temporarily. Now they're, of course, on KNBR. But they never went back to what was then the Golden West, uh, which was – and that's funny because KMPC, of course, was uh, also owned by Gene Autry. That's true. Very classy radio station. Gene Autry knew how to run a radio station. I, 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 I've, heard, I've got air checks of them. Yeah, KSFO was very popular. You know, it was a, 
560, and I think that was the real middle of the road place to be in, uh, like, and for KMPC in LA. I think uh, KSFO was, and they had the Giants and the 49ers, uh, you know, so they, uh, they were they were hitting home runs left and right, and, uh, and then he he, he uh, you know the whole thing happened with DeBartolo. I never heard that story. That's crazy. Well, I think uh, we maybe we'll change gears here, and I think you'll like the next segment as well. Oh, good, yeah. Uh, <sighs> Bernie, have another drink here. Uh, have another drink. And fortify yourself here. You're definitely well, you going to enjoy I, this. I definitely had a I had a beer at the uh, casino, and uh, I'm ready to have another one right now. All right. All right. Oh, go. We're going back basically to 1965 because we're doing New Year's Day of 66. That's right. And it was the first account on that Boss Radio did because Boss Radio it began in 1965. So I think you guys might like this. This is uh, mm-hmm. the real Don Steele. Looking forward this, to hearing this. This is the real Don Steele. Um, who, uh, I, I, think, I think he tops now on my air check collection. There's Dan Ingram and Don Steele and, and Robert W. Morgan and probably uh, Don Steele in, in that order. I'm not sure, but uh, we've, we've got a lot of air checks. So so I'll, I'll turn it over to you, Bill. All right, here we go. I'm going to make Jeff happy. This week in my classic air check segment, we're taking the virtual time machine back to January 1st, 1966. And we're going to listen to radio station KHJAM and the real Don Steele counting down the top 100 hits of 1965. Sadly, radio stations don't do this anymore, but back in the day, radio stations counted down the top hits every year. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy radio station KHJAM and the real Don Steele counting down the top hits of 1965 on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. You saw me crying in the chat. Number 50 from the Boss 93. Tears I shed were tears of joy. And you'll surely find the in that beautiful Elvis Presley, certainly number 50 on the Boss 93 from the month of May of this great year, 1965. Happy New Year, man. I'm happening today. 309 KHJ Boss 93 time of the Real Don Steel Show. Okay, let's get out there and cheer. The boys are working for us there. This Rose Bowl game. We're sweating. Let's let them know. Yeah. Respond hairspray comes in a refillable purse size spray. And now she's going to refill the little purse size. She takes the cap off the purse size Respond. Now the cap's off the regular size. She puts one on top of the other. Presses down. She did it. She refilled the purse size Respond spray. Enough to last the whole day. Now, now she's going to spray her hair. Wait, wait a minute. There's something very unusual about Respond. It's invisible! Respond Special Protein Formula holds invisibly. It holds, but you can't see it. Respond to the refillable purse size spray holds your hair invisibly. Respond hairspray. Oh, yeah, you know it. After that, it's MJB coffee time, huh? Time to take five or cup number six, because that first cup of the morning flavor will be there all day long. Grab that sexy green can, babe. That's Boss MJB. Hey, happy holiday makers. What do we know and believe? Tina Delgado is alive, alive! All year long, it's 66. From the month of August of this year, listen. Slow walking, bow heads 
of the month of August of this great year, 1965, at number 49 on the Boss 93, and Charlie Rich at 312 KHJ Boss 93. Tom here on The Real Dobbs Steel Show. Happy New Year! Hey, was it raining at your house this morning? We'll have a genie garage door opener installed today, and tonight you'll be able to pull into your garage safe, dry, warm, maybe a little loaded, but without getting out of your car. You may never want to get out of your car. Yes, you can let genie do it all for you automatically. All you need to do is push the button on your portable transmitter in your car and do it at midnight. And you can open the door, turn on the light, close the door, and lock up tight. And then you can do the whole thing in reverse, right? And blow your horn and throw... Genie, the world's fastest selling garage door openers, will fit any Western-style garage door. Bring a little magic into your home, babe. And let Genie take some of the work out of your life by having an Alliance Genie garage door opener installed at low year-end prices. Call today at Coffee Overhead Door Company at 4829 West Pico Boulevard in Los Angeles. That number is Webster 82669. It's also available at your local Sears store. So how could you possibly go wrong? You know Sears, certainly. Hey, for your holiday shopping convenience, all Safeway stores will be open on Saturday, New Year's Day, from 10 to 7 p.m. Remember... You get low prices every day, plus blue chip stamps at Safeway. We're in the spirit. Have a happy new year with Boss Radio. Saturday, September of this year, number 48 on the Boss 93, the vote, you're the one. Every time we meet. Top 93, two, the Boss 93 of 1965, in order, that was number 48, and... Here's the Malibu's for McLean's. Hey, it's available at Ralph's. Hey, Mrs. Housewife, let's be honest. All chain grocery stores have reduced shelf prices to a new low. All chain grocery stores have exciting advertised specials. All stores basically sell foods for the same price. Ralph's offers you the finest quality at these low prices. And Ralph's offers service known as the friendliest in town. Ralph's offers blue chip stamps, too. Make your bargain shopping mean more. Shop at Ralph's where quality and service costs not a penny more. The year 1965. The month was December. 93 KHJ. Try to see my Number 47. Do I have to keep on talking till I can go? From December, the great year, we can work it out of the Boss Beatles, certainly. Number 47 of the Boss 93. As we go in order, the top Boss 93 songs of 1965 and 319 KHJ Boss 93. Time here on the Real Don Steel Show. Happy New Year. Oh, boy. Would it be complete without STP? Certainly not. Anytime there's motor noise, STP oil treatment. Oh, heck yeah, certainly. You better believe it. You certainly. This is me. Hey, Happy New Year, everybody. The Real Don Steel. 93 KHJ. From the year September. 46 for the Boss 93 for the month of September for the great year of 1965. You remember that one? Certainly September. That's the month we gave away two brand new GTOs in Boss 93 and 322. KHJ Boss 93 time here on the Real Dobbs. See you show. Happy New Year. Dig this, gang. Something very, very personal from Gary Lewis and the Playboys. You say you miss someone.
night and sunny tomorrow. Happy New Year, gang of mine. The load of night around 40. A little chilly, but we're not going to let that know. The adverse conditions of the track are not going to stop us from racing, huh? Certainly not. You better believe it. 57 degrees right now in Los Angeles, ladies and gentlemen of mine. The year 1965. The month was July. 93 KHA. Number 45 of the Boss 93, the Turtles, and an 8 Me Babe is back. Robert W. Morgan. From the much more music station, AM and FM. Thank you, Beach Boys, at 3.33 KHJ Boss 93 time. Hey, don't forget, too, that a little later on in the program this afternoon, we'll be drawing a postcard, and whosever name is on that is going to win the entire Boss 93 record for 1965. Is that a Happy New Year thing? You better believe it, certainly. Hey, I've got a question. What is a woman's ultimate weapon? You'll roar at Ursula Andrews' ultimate weapon against Marci Marcello Mastriani in the 10th victim. You know him, certainly. It's pistol-hot and murderously funny. See Marcello Mastriani and Ursula Andrews in Joseph E. Levine's roaring new comedy of the sexes, The 10th Victim, now playing at the Four Star Theater, Wilshire Boulevard. That's one block east of the magnificent street of La Brea. The winner of the Tom McCann GTO contest is Anne Pack of 1916 Fleming Street, in Pomona. Congratulations, Anne. I had the pleasure of drawing your card out of that big boss barrel, and I'm happy you won, babe. The real gun steel. 93KHJ. Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen. The Stadler Brothers are number 42 on the Boss 93. I'm you're concerned about my happiness. The Boss 93, number 42. Stadler Brothers of flowers out the walls. Certainly. Thank you, Stadler Brothers. You'll make it at 336KHJ. Boss 93 time right here on the Real Dodge Deal Show. Happy holiday. Happy Yes, Miller High Life, the champagne of bottled beer. Hey, it's now available in the new, easier-to-open ring pool, pop and pour cabs. Tita Delgado was alive if you love me. And here's a reminder from the boss jocks, a trip through, take a trip through time to observe the, have, have me do you, to observe the heavens as they appear on the first Christmas Eve. And you can do this during the Christmas Star. Now, that is a presentation currently at Griffith Park Observatory's Planetarium Theater, you see. Shows are scheduled daily except Mondays at 3 and 8.30 p.m. with extra matinees on weekends make it to the planetarium tonight bring your confetti the year 1965 the month was january 93 number 41 on the boss 93 my girl temptations tonight's the night huh devil certainly we're gonna let them know This is Marv Howard, KHJ 2020 News at 20 minutes before 4. Los Angeles weather. Just ahead of much more music on the real Don Steele show. Look for decreasing clouds tonight, sunny tomorrow and Sunday. Low tonight, 40 Civic Center, 35 suburbs. High tomorrow, 62 right now, 56 downtown. This is Marv Howard, KHJ News Central. 93 KHJ.
Number 40 on the Boss 93. All the top 93 hits on 1965. Playing for you here on Boss Radio. Don't forget some lucky listener this afternoon is going to win the entire Boss 93 here on the Real Dodge Steel Show. How about that? Happy New Year. 350 KHJ Boss 93 time. And don't forget, race fans, next Sunday, January the 2nd, the champ, the greatest, the highest wheel standing exhibition car in America, Maverick and his little red wagon will be at Irwindale Raceway for his very first 1966 appearance, making giant wheel-standing exhibition runs out there, by golly. On the same show will be Top Fuel, Junior Fuel, Competition, Little Eliminators, plus Stockers and Sporty Cars. So be there for the bang-up start of the new year at Irwindale Raceway, three miles north of the San Bernardino Freeway on Irwindale Boulevard, between Arrow Highway and Foothill Boulevard. And are you thinking about Monsterio Pack for your automobile? mobile folk. Well, now you can get an immediate installation and select tape cartridges fresh off the duplicating decks right at the Munts factory in Van Nuys. That's right. Factory installation. No delay in the factory price installed in your car with four speakers. Just $79.95 complete. And tapes the world's largest, most up-to-date library of Boss 30 pop, folk, and roll and jazz album cartridges. Factory price from just $2.98 each. So go by Freeway where they're made. The celebrated Munch Stereo Pack system and continuous cartridges. Seven days a week at the factory. M-U-N-T-Z-U-E. That's Munz and Van Eyes and Happy New Year! Real Steel, Certainly, the month was August, number 39. On the Boss 93. You remember that month, don't you? From the Boss 93, number 39, the McCoys at Hang On Sloopy from the month of August of 1965. That was the month you remember when the Boss Birds uh, visited Britain and the Boss Beatles visited America. I I visited that. I got in, I got in trouble that month. The 355 KHJ Boss 93, top of the real Don Steel Show. I don't care. Happy New Year. At the sign of the quiet zone. Right. Q-plus oil is available at Mel Chevron service at 84th and Crenshaw Boulevard in Los Angeles. The year 1965. The month was October. 93. And this is number 38, Tijuana Brass of the Taste of Honey for 1965. Certainly, number 38 for the Boss 93, Taste of Honey, Tijuana Brass of the month of October of 1965. You remember that month? That's when uh, Mary Ann Faithful had a baby boy. Robert W. Morgan had a bad attitude at 358. KHJ Boss 93, time here on the Real Dodge Steel Show. We're playing the Boss 93 in order. Have a happy new year with Boss Radio. 37. More music station, AM and FM. KHJ Los Angeles. Four o'clock in Los Angeles, and this record is number 36 on the Boss 93. Lies of the Knickerbockers, number 36 on the Boss 93. Ladies and gentlemen, we're playing the Boss 93 in order here on the Real Dodge Steel Show at 405 KHJ Boss 93. Time, don't forget, a little later on this afternoon, we'll be giving away the entire 93, the Boss 93, to some lucky listener out there. That's a little Happy New Year. The Happy New Year. Well, there you go. Just a portion of the countdown wow. of KHA playing the top hits of 1965, recorded on January 1st, 1966. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net, or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595, that's 800-693-0595, hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Everyone's going to wow. enjoy that one. Oh, they don't make this jockeys like that anymore. <laughs> no, they certainly don't. He was very no, good. 
it seems like Drake changed their format. Maybe I'm misremembering when they got here in, in 67. But it seemed to me by that time what they did was they'd play a couple of songs and maybe he'd introduce between the two. And then they'd do two or three commercials, whereas they were song, commercial, song, two commercial, song, commercial. And it just doesn't sound the same uh, rhythm as as uh, they had by the time they got to maybe they uh, you know fine tuned it as they went along. Well, yeah, because that that was done by uh, um, <clears throat> Bill Drake was the consultant, and what was his name? Ron. I'm now I'm, now I'm having a senior Ron moment Jacobs. here. Ron Jacobs. Uh, and so <clears throat> they, they were experimenting in 1965. And, yeah, and they just killed the. I mean, say goodbye to KBLA. Say goodbye to the other top 40 stations out there. They just killed them with KRLA and. Uh, well, Carrie and KFWB hung in a long time, but I'm wondering, um, you know, they had a lot of commercials. They'd only come on in April, and here they were January 1st, and they were they were doing well. You could tell. So I don't know how long, you know, what the LA radio history would say about how KFWB and KRLA hung in as long as they did because they they stuck with them for quite a number of years. They certainly did. I got to tell you something. You know, I don't know how we can do this on All Things Radio. I'll have to talk to Bill about this. I have air checks of pre-boss radio on KHJ when they were doing talk shows. And I have two talk shows. One is Mike J- Michael Jackson, who ultimately, oh, yeah. you know, went to KBC and also also worked at KNX AM. And Jane and I'm sorry, Steve and Jane. Now, do you know who those are, uh, Chris? No, I don't. Think about it. Steve and Jane. Steve oh, Allen think... and his wife, oh. Jane Meadows, had a talk oh, show. Oh, Jane Meadows oh, was wow. married to him. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, they had, and they also had a talk show on KHJ, which is unusual. I mean, I had I had never heard that stuff before. And it and these things were posted a few weeks ago, and I picked them up, but I had never yeah. heard that before. So, so it, it's always interesting to hear the history of what the radio station sounded like in the day. Um, I mean, because we know what WOR sounds like. Uh, I mean, I can go back to 1948 with John, uh, the, the the senior gambling. Really? And from what I listened to it, it was horrible. But there are people who loved it, loved it, loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but this was a different KHJ. And, and the news people that KHJ used from the boss radio days when they started are the same people who were working at KHJ when they were doing that other format. Mark Howard, uh, Art Kevin. Those are the two news people that were working at KHJ, and I did I didn't realize that they had been at that radio station so long. So uh, it's uh-huh. inter- interesting history. Yeah, I think RKO changed their their news people. They brought in a couple of different ones uh, when they came in because they really kind of revamped the whole station. Uh, you know, Yankee Network was gone, uh, and all the people that were associated a lot of they all kind of headed off uh, to do different things. So uh, right. yeah, but you know, it was it it, it just I think by sixty seven. They had tightened it up a little bit, and uh, you know they they. Uh, but the interesting thing, of course, you kept talking about Robert W. Morgan. So you always have the morning guy talk about the afternoon guy, and the afternoon guy talk about the morning guy. You know, to keep everybody uh, kind of thinking there's a rivalry going or something going. And on. there wasn't really. They were friends. They were all they were right. friends. And of course, the the guy right. I liked, and I don't have enough air checks of him, was the other guy, Sam Riddle, who uh, who was from Texas originally, who did the TV show and uh, the Go Go TV show and stuff like that. I really liked Sam Riddle. And he worked at KHJ, and before KHJ, he worked at KFWB. Really great announcer as well. So, well, mm-hmm. I just wanted to hope you guys enjoyed it. And that's, that was fun. Well, that was fun. And it was interesting the way the survey was, because, of course, they had in the middle of their survey a song. There were a, a few of those songs. They were going to come back and start playing again when they were done with the survey, like We Can Work It Out and Flowers on the Wall, because they were out at the time. They were in their, their top 30 at the time, but they put them in the survey 
well, I remember when RKO did it, they would leave a little gap. You kind of didn't quite go up to into December. You know, they'd kind of stop in October. But, you know, they were they were new, so they probably figured, yeah, we'll just uh, do it. I mean, they went back. I'm not saying they didn't do the stuff before April, but they did. But I think they really just wanted to kind of compress it a little bit. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I hope I try to get more of this stuff. And uh, I have the rest of the survey that goes back to number one, but we'll do that maybe next year. So uh, we'll see yeah. what happens. All yeah. right. Well, Bill, I'll turn it over to you. Football's, football time is tonight. I, I think there's a football game tonight. I no, don't there's know. no football. Oh, we, no we, football. No, no more Thursday night football. No. Oh, I'm kind of No football till Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then we got a big game for the Colts. So we'll see what happens. On we'll that. see. That's Saturday night. We'll see. Yep. And New England's got a big game this weekend, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. It's real. Everybody's going to be watching that. Yeah. That'll, <laughs> that'll be one of those great ones. But hey. Uh, we all have those years when they go down. The Colts had one last year. So yeah. who knows? Well, thanks, everyone. Thank you, panel. Thanks, listeners. Great show. And we're going to end it, Jeff, with WGLD, which used to be a call letters of a station here at 104.5. Uh, went on a, and also, at, yeah. one time, at one time, they were in Chicago. That's true. Oh, that's true. true. Yeah. Hey, this, these call letters have made their way around. So I didn't know about the Chicago. Well, I don't remember about it, but they were kind of an AOR station uh, back before AOR was very big. Yeah, but they were. They were in uh, Oak Park. Yeah. Oh. But they did well at one hundred four five. Remember, the guy used to be yes, on the morning Bruce. Um, uh, he was on Bruce a L. Scott. Yeah. Bruce L. Scott. He went on the cruise with us. Nice guy. Another guy named Scott Rowdy, who's been yep. he he's been promoted after he's probably retired by now. Maybe I, I know, don't know. He's a program director somewhere. I, yeah, director. you know, to meet the guy, you wouldn't think he'd be the program director, but you know. Oh no! no I agree. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't think it if you met him, you know. But he was a nice guy. But he like Bill Shirk. What I have Bill Shirk again? I <laughs> <laughs> don't Scott talk. Roddy is one of those guys who who drank way too much, and then one day he just decided to get sober, and he has been for years. Wow. Oh, I remember yeah, when he was I in his. I remember him in his drinking days. <laughs> He wasn't sober. I promise you, he wasn't. But he was a nice guy, though. Oh, yeah. Even even as a drunk, he was a nice guy. (laughs) I mean... uh, I used to to play a gig at a place called the Bombay Bicycle Club on Friday nights, and he and a bunch of radio people would come out every week, hang out. Oh, yeah. so much fun. He he was a nice guy. He'd, he'd help you around, too. If you needed to know where something was or cafeteria line or whatever on the... He was there. But he was a nice guy. But I, th- I think of that Bruce L. Scott and and him and, and that cruise that year we went on. That was pretty interesting. All right. Well, we must get to the last feature, right, Jeff? We're going to do WGLD. Carolina. Yeah, I'm going to party this weekend because Sunday is my birthday and I turn 90 years old. I'm sorry, 71. That's... Sorry, 71. Excuse me. <laughs> he's 71, acts yeah, like happens. he's 90. Yeah. yeah but... you're right. 
Yeah, happy birthday, Jeff. Enjoy the happy weekend. Happy birthday, Jeff. Yeah, happy birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, happy birthday to the birthday boy. See, I'll never tell him my birthday is. Uh, I'll find out about it because, uh, well, never mind, you know. Uh, <laughs> mine is mine is not. There's yeah, something. It's not on Facebook. Oh, it's not. Okay. Definitely not on Facebook. Uh, we Gary's have. Is a, Gary's is a state, state secret. He's yeah, and we have a. We have a few technical ways to find out when Bernie's birthday is. I bet oh, you don't. I bet you I can, if I really wanted I bet to. You can. Yeah. You dive into those oh, alumni you records. You can. You can always say that I didn't really want to, so I didn't. Right. <laughs> That's you, right. If you really uh, want to. Yeah, I bet you. I bet you won't be able to. <laughs> oh, there's mm-hmm. a challenge. I think I yeah. can see a cold one coming up in somebody's future. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. I can't wait. I'm yeah. Forward to it. We'll see. We will see. Because I can find out. I, I know some of your fan extraordinaires who know. Maybe, so maybe not. Maybe we'll see. We shall see. All right. The challenge has been given. We'll right. see. Tell me next week. All right. What it is. Let me see if I can do it. Okay. Of course, you know, I might be at the airport, but I should be there. No problem. Oh, that's right. All right. I'll give you two weeks. All right. Two weeks. Okay. But we're leaving. We're supposed to land at 10 o'clock in the morning, so we should be good. So okay. here we Very go. Interesting. With some Carolina gold. Here we go. This week in my featured station segment, let's travel to a place we've never been before on All Things Radio Live. We're traveling to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and we're going to listen to radio station WGLD-FM with our oldies format. Morning announcer is Bob V, and I think you're going to enjoy this radio station because they play a wide variety of oldies. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy Carolina Gold on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. WGLD-FM Conway, Myrtle Beach, WYAY Bolivia, Wilmington. Carolina Gold, Good Time Oldies. Hey there, it's Bob V coming at you from the studios at 48th Avenue North and the Grissom Parkway in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. A Maryland Media One station. Carolina Gold. Good time, oldies. Hey there, it's Bob V, and this is the one-hit wonders known as Mercy, with Love Can Make You Happy. is gold. Greatest hits of the 60s, 70s, and more with For Your Love, the British Invasion Sounds of the Yardbirds. Hey there, it's Bob V. 
on the Gold Wake Up Show with a big reminder that you are cordially invited to bring the kids and grandkids to the Bucksport Library for an engaging session of storytelling, music, rhymes, and fun times designed to prepare them for reading, accompanied by hands-on projects that are aimed at enhancing your child's readiness for school. The preschool story time is this coming Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock, and the program is free. It's for kids aged 3 to 5. Registration, not a requirement. Bucksport Library is just south of Conway on Highway 701, and you can find out even more when you phone 843-915-5287. And let them know you heard about it right here on Carolina Gold. Here's what's coming up next. Greatest Hits USA. Hey, this is Chuck Matthews on Greatest Hits USA. And coming up this weekend, we are going to answer the following questions. What song did the Archdiocese try to ban? What artist boat was damaged in a storm? And who had the number one record this week in 1974? Find out. Turn it up this weekend right here. Greatest Hits USA, Sunday afternoon at 2 on Carolina Gold, 93.9, 93.7, and 106.3. Greatest Hits USA. What a maroon. <laughs> what an ignoranimous. <laughs> this is gold. The all-new Carolina Gold. Go, 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 go. Carolina Gold, good time oldies. Hey, it's Bob V. Don't forget, you can listen to Carolina Gold anytime and from anywhere. Bookmark goldcarolina.net. And then make sure you download the iHeartRadio app and listen to Carolina Gold anywhere at any time. Just search for Carolina Gold. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. Carolina Gold salutes Little Richard. Well, it's Saturday night and I just got paid. I'm gonna rock it up and ball tonight. Yeah, Carolina Gold, the greatest hits of the 60s, 70s, and more. That's the great Little Richard. And rip it up. Hey, it's Bob V on the Gold Wake Up Show with a big reminder that if you have a Christmas tree and you're not quite sure how to get rid of it, Grinding of the greens is a great way. It's back, and it's a wonderful way to recycle your Christmas tree and get free mulch. The Horry County Solid Waste Authority is encouraging you to take one extra step to make your holidays green and bright by recycling your natural Christmas tree. If you live in Ainer, Surfside Beach, Conway, Loris, or Myrtle Beach, just remove all the lights and ornaments, including tinsel, and place your tree curbside for pickup. You can get even more info at SolidWasteAuthority.org. SolidWasteAuthority.org, and let them know Oh, you heard about it right here on Carolina Gold. Fresh lobsters, oysters, crab, shrimp, and the catch of the day awaits you at Clearwater Oyster Bar on the Intracoastal Waterway and North Kings Highway in Myrtle Beach, home of the $9.99 lunch. Check out the menu at clearwateroysterbar.com. Let's put on some more music. Cue the music. Well, said she would be down, I've been up to it in my head. 
good time oldies. Oh, you've got to change your evil ways. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Santana. Gold, Good Time Oldies, McCoys, and Fever. Hey there, it's Bob V on the Friday edition of the Carolina Gold Morning Wake Up Show. Right now, the temp in Myrtle Beach is 41 degrees. Well, NFL action from last night. The Cleveland Browns clinched a playoff berth, beating the Jets 37-20. to Games that you and I will get this weekend will be the Lions and Cowboys. That's tomorrow night. The Sunday games we'll get locally will be Carolina at Jacksonville and New Orleans at Tampa Bay at 1 o'clock. The late afternoon game will be the Chiefs and Bengals. Sunday night, it's Green Bay and the Minnesota Vikings. Carolina Gold. Marine. Here's your Coastal Carolina Marine forecast for Cape Fear and the Grand Strand. Winds from the west at 10 to 15 knots today, increasing to 15 to 20 knots this afternoon, with gusts up to 25 and seas at 3 to 5 feet. Low tide this afternoon near Wilmington at 323. High tide tonight at 906. Low tide this evening near Myrtle Beach at 655. High tide tonight at 1153. I'm Johnny Cottle on Carolina Gold. This is Carolina Gold, good time oldies, sure is crowded on the expressway to your heart. Here are the soul survivors. I've been trying to get to you. Gold, the greatest hits of the 60s, 70s, and more. Hey, it's Bob V on the Gold Wake Up Show with a reminder that you can listen to Carolina Gold anytime and from anywhere. Bookmark goldcarolina.net. And make sure you download the iHeartRadio app and listen to Carolina Gold anywhere at any time. Just search for Carolina Gold and you will be set. This is Carolina Gold. More music. Much more music. More, more music. Hello, I'm Matt Bennett with WWAY News. I'm WMBF. First of all, meteorologist Andrew Dockery. It's good to see some breaks in the clouds and the sunshine coming back. Temperatures this afternoon sitting in the upper 50s, lower 60s. Now, since we're losing the cloud cover, expect those colder mornings to return. Temperatures dropping down into the upper 30s, lower 40s for Friday morning. The 30s turn widespread for the mornings for the weekends. And the weekend afternoons, well, they're cool too. Low 50s with once again and no rain for your weekend forecast. WGLDFM Conway, Myrtle Beach, WYAY Bolivia, Wilmington. 
Carolina Gold, the greatest hits of the 60s, 70s, and more. Happy Friday. It's Bob V, and this is the Carolina Gold Morning Wake Up Show. This is gold. A Maryland Media One station. Well, there you go. Carolina Gold is heard on radio station WGLD-FM in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, owned and operated by Maryland Media Group. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a featured station that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.